Coming at you from the Lone Star State, a pop culture podcast about movies, TV, toys, and other dorky things with a twist of real life dad stuff too. So here he is, Lucky the Dork Dad. This is the Dork Dad Podcast. What up, dorks? Well, all I have to say is, here I am. I know, I know, better late than never, but you know, sometimes life happens and we don't get to do things we want to do, like record podcasts and stuff. So I'll just leave it at that. Maybe I'll get into it a little bit, but nevertheless, I'm here now, back with episode number 20 of the Dork Dad Podcast. So technically... This is my one-year show. Episode one of this thing I do uh, dropped last year in May sometime. And I was trying to do something special, but like I said, things happen. So, oh well, here it is. And again, you know, I've been trying to do this whole three-legged rabbit thing. Um, Which, by the way... Uh, if you use code SAVE15, you can save 15% on all, on your entire order until the end of the month. So I got that going on. Also, before I forget, um, I've had it in the shop for a while now, but I just haven't uh, posted about it. But I do have... An RLU collab, if you will, exclusive shirt and hat for an upcoming show about, but hasn't uh, come out yet. So maybe that will happen uh, with the guy, with the RLU guys over in San Diego. But nevertheless, if you go to threeleggedrabbit.com. That's the number three legged rabbit. And go to the friends and sponsors page. You will find the RLU exclusive triggered hat and t shirt. And until the end of the month, if you use the code word triggered at checkout, you can get those bad boys for 50% off. And that's just a little uh, treat for me because at 50% off, I'm paying you to buy the stuff. So, uh, definitely check it out, threeleggedrabbit.com. Okay, so what do we have in store for today? Let's see, I do have some comments from you guys to go over. Um, I'm not going to try to cover... All the pop culture stuff that has happened over the past weeks because it's mind-boggling how much stuff has gone gone on. Uh, I'm going to go over uh, what's going on in the news, at least for me, right? Some stuff that I found interesting. Plus, I'm going to go over some family stuff, some dad stuff, uh, some other feedback, shout-outs, and whatever else I can come up with. But, before I get started, listen to this. Do you ever feel scared? I'm scared of the dark. I'm scared of failing. I'm scared I don't have the spark. 
I'm scared of being dumb. I'm scared of what I don't know. I'm scared of dying. I'm scared to grow. I'm scared to be me. I'm scared of Chucky. I'm scared of a lot of things. I'm scared I'm not lucky. What does it take to overcome your fears? What does it take to turn your gears? What does it take for you to break through? What does it take for you to be you? Confidence is a journey. Let us take you there. Style and confidence. Threeleggedrabbit.com. Be big. Be strong. Be you. Dork News. Okay, let's get started. Um, we'll start off with something I tried to start um, past few episodes. Is what are the box office numbers from the weekend? So we will we'll do the top three, but um, I'll just do an honorable mention for four and five. Four was Rocket Man, and five was Dark Phoenix. So. Uh, coming in number three uh, was Aladdin in their fourth week, um, bringing in like I said, just just weekend numbers, seventeen million dollars, and that puts them over the two hundred and sixty million dollar mark. That is uh, domestic numbers. Let's see, coming in at number two in their second week. Is the Secret Life of Pets with twenty four million? Um, like I said, over two weeks, top of ninety two million. So that's not too bad. And of course, number one was Men in Black International, coming in at thirty million for their first week, which is, I think, a little disappointing. And do I want to see that one? Um. I want to see it, but um, I'll wait for Redbox. Okay, those are the top movies of the weekend, according to BoxOfficeMojo.com. Alrighty, let's see. Star Wars. Guess what? I have not been to Galaxy's Edge, <laughs> uh, but I want to. I've just been over here in Texas arms folded and jealous of everything I've been seeing I mean seems like everybody's posting videos and pictures of all this cool ass shit that I'm not going to see so at my job we shut down for a week in July and it would have been a good opportunity to go to Disneyland but we are not going to make it in, make it this year. You know, it's just not in the cards for us. Um, but we do try to go every other year or so to, uh, to Cali. Uh, I got my dad and my sisters that live up in, uh, North Cal, as they say. Um, but I think we'll probably shoot for next year, hopefully. Plus, maybe the hype will have died down a little bit from Galaxy's Edge so that's that um but you know what if we're talking Disney um you know we got Disneyland on the west coast and Disney World on the east coast what about the middle right there's no love for us in the middle of the US 
I vote for a Disney park in Texas. I mean, it makes sense, right? Doesn't it? And coming from someone who lives in Texas, trust me, we've had a bunch of rumors over the years about a Disney buying up land in the Austin area. But are they just rumors? I don't know. Um, no matter how, all I do know is uh, no matter how much it would cost Disney, they would make their money back in no time. I mean, it's not like Disney can't afford it, right? But anyways, that is my little rant about Disneyland. So yeah, maybe next year I can talk about us finally going to Galaxy's Edge and talk about our experiences that everybody else has probably already had. But, moving on. Let's see. Speaking of Star Wars. In a recent interview on the set of Good Omens. I think that's that, um, is it on Prime? Uh, Prime original show. Uh, Nick Offerman from Parks and Rec. And John Hamm, Mad Men. They spoke about their roles uh, that they wanted over the years. Nick Offerman talked about his chance, um, or he had a chance to be part of Lord of the Rings. And how he lost a part to someone else. Well, you know what? I don't care about Lord of the Rings. I love Nick Offerman, but screw Lord of the Rings. <laughs> uh, don't hate me. Those movies are boring. But... In that same interview, John, John Hamm also talked about his interest in the Star Wars universe. Uh, apparently, Hamm did the voice of Boba Fett in the audiobook of From a Certain Point of View, which is still on my list of things to listen to. But other than that, Hamm hasn't had much luck with the Force. Um, jokingly in this interview, he went on to say, you know, there have been more and more Star Wars things with more and more people in them. Where is my phone call? I get the lingo. I've been a nerf herder. <laughs> so I love John Hamm, but where would he fit in the Star Wars universe? I really don't see him as a Jedi uh, or part of the resistance. I don't I don't see that. Can he pull off an imperial officer? Mm, maybe um if he can have an accent, he'd probably fit in. I think I see him more as a side character. Uh you know, he's a smart-ass Lando type of smuggler. Maybe a ladies' man or con man. Someone that would have been in Canto Bite, maybe. Definitely not a leading role. But I think he could work in the Star Wars view. Let's see. Keeping up with the theme of actors wanting roles... The internet has been blown away about this whole Matt Reeves Batman flick. Especially now that it has been confirmed that Robert Pattinson is going to be the one to don the cowl. 
there have been rumors coming from everywhere. People wanting to see the Twilight cast join him in the movie. Uh, that's a no for me. People wanting a Macaulay Culkin to play Joker. That one might actually work. He's a bit of a twisted dude. Uh, maybe. But one I'd personally love to see is Aubrey Plaza. I love me some Aubrey Plaza. Um, Plaza was recently uh, on the Stephen Colbert show promoting Child's Play, which I'm still torn between that and Toy Story to try to see this weekend. But she showed interest, or she mentioned how she would love to play Catwoman. I think I think she's got the attitude for it. Plus. I would love to see her in a tight outfit. So far, Pattinson is the only one attached to the movie. So it's just hopeful thinking at this point. But I definitely think that would be a good fit. Um, another one that has shown interest. Only because someone made some fan art of her uh, in the same role. Is Vanessa Hudgens. From the whole high school musical thing. Um, yeah, I say pass on her too. So, the powers of B, if you're listening, Aubrey Plaza would be a dope ass Catwoman. Let's see more DC news. Todd Phillips has confirmed that his Joker movie starring Joaquin Phoenix is going to be an R rated movie. I assumed it was going to be, and I think Phillips assumed everyone thought it was it would be. In his words, he thought everyone knew, but just wanted to let all those know who questioned it, it's an R-rated movie. Now, as we get closer to the October 4th release, this movie seems to be coming across a lot more darker, and for the lack of a better word, weirder than originally anticipated the peeps in charge are going on to say that it doesn't need to appeal to a wide audience I mean are they already setting it up for failure by saying that you know whatever this movie turns out to be I'm still excited about it I mean I'd really love to see an abstract story right about a broken man that goes crazy I mean, it doesn't even have to be a Joker movie. It's just a story about a broken-ass man. Even if we don't even get a mention of the bat or anyone else, I'd be good with it. You know, I love Joaquin Phoenix, and I think he's going to do a good job. But how many of us out there are good with that, right? For us nerds, we can appreciate what this movie sounds like it's going to be. But I'm just scared about the general public. The casual viewers out there, um, when they hear Joker, right, they automatically think Batman. Where's the Batman? The casual moviegoer moviegoer is going to expect a superhero movie. And I'm just scared that once the movie drops, people are going to bash it because 
it's not what they were expecting last jedi um hopefully not but hopefully they really give it a chance at what it's trying to do okay what else we got oh there's a big rumor going on right now for dc so we all know james gunn is currently hard at work developing the suicide squad for warner brothers well the rumor is that they like what they're seeing and they want gunn to be part of a justice league reboot oh really Supposedly, Gunn would oversee the project creatively and possibly direct. Of course, it would have to be after the Ass Guardians movie. You know, Disney, Disney don't fucked up, right? This whole mess with with James Gunn, they don't fucked up, in my opinion. And James Gunn is smiling his way to the bank so Disney could have easily put a blind eye on these decade ass old tweets uh, that Gunn had but now they're going to have to battle uh, Warner Brothers for him you know they're like he's mine no he's mine um, he was mine first you didn't want him you know, whatever all the while Gunn is reaping all the benefits you know, as much as I would like to see Gunn's take on a Justice League movie, my opinion, it probably won't happen. And again, this shows that DC does not have a freaking plan. Because not that long ago, they said they're not interested in all that. They're not interested in making universes. They're not interested in any of that. They do not have a plan. They have all these amazing properties, all these projects they want to do, and they don't know what to do. What's kind of sad is, if you think about it, it it is almost a real representation of society today. I mean, do they have millennials in charge over there? I mean, think about it. In today's world, People have such short attention spans, right? They get everything thrown in their face or hand all at once. You know, what are the latest trends? What are the latest hashtag? What's in right now? What's hot? What's not? They are being told or shown what they should like. And then five minutes later, it's something else. You know, sadly, we live in this consumer world. We want and we want and we want. And when do we want it? We want it now. Right? I see it. I like it. I want it. I bought it. Right? Isn't that the way it goes? You know, and then we get all these things that we quote unquote want. Right? And then what? Five minutes later, it's not cool anymore. Now we want that over there. That We want what that guy has. That guy's cool. We need to do what he's doing, right? My point is, it seems like that's what they're doing. You know, a, um, let's start our own uh, universe like the MCU. Nah, forget it. That's, that's too much work. 
Hmm, people like Harley Quinn, let's give her a movie. They get all excited about it, right? And then their attention goes somewhere else. Um, people like Netflix, we need to get, we need our own streaming service. Um, we put out a show that some people are actually excited about, Swamp Thing. Nah, forget it, it costs too much, we're gonna cancel it. You know, we need to make all the money we can. What is our go-to? Batman. People love Batman. James Gunn. People love James Gunn. Let's get him. I don't know. I guess that's just my take on it. But I still think they don't know what they're doing. They're shooting from the hip. They're just doing what's in. Um, DC just needs to get their stuff together. Anyways. That's my take on the news for this week. So let's go over some dad stuff. Dad stuff. Okay, summer is upon us. The kiddos are out of school. And what have they been doing the past few weeks? Not a damn thing. They've been sitting at home, watching YouTube, playing on their phones, and doing nothing. How exciting. That's a little bit of uh, me and the wifey's fault. But like I said, life happens and we came upon some unexpected things and expenses that put us in a little of a bind. But, you know, we we uh, change and we overcome and we just deal with it. So I did have to part with the. my hot toys I only had two so it wasn't a big deal but like I said we're dealing with it and we've just been busy with life um my oldest turned 16 got his learner's permit and we've been doing that I'm still scared driving with him I love my son to death but he can be a little tonto at times. You know, he's he's a little... He's had a few duh moments. A little But uh, he's getting better. Um, And he's looking for a job now since he turned 16. So we've been doing that. Putting, helping him put applications everywhere. Uh, my youngest has his birthday coming up at the end of the month. So we're planning for that. Probably do one of those trampoline places. Those are fun. Um, at the end this week, we are headed to Dallas for my daughter. She has nationals for her uh, dance competition. We are taking off Wednesday morning and coming back probably Sunday night so five whole days of dancing woohoo let's see she's not dancing every single day um, depending on how she does but we are going to stay up in Dallas the whole time because to me it's not worth going Driving four hours to Dallas, then driving back to San Antonio a day later, and then back again. Nah, it's not worth it. So we're just staying uh, 
the whole time. We're going to make sort of a mini vacation out of it. We've done Dallas plenty of times. Uh, we've been up for spring breaks and, and other national competitions. And we've done most of the stuff there is to do up there, all the touristy stuff. But I think I found a couple of cool places we haven't done yet, so um, so that should be fun. And I will share my daughter's results and our Dallas adventures on the next episode. Let's see, one thing we're also behind on is going to the damn movies. Um, there's just been a bunch of stuff coming out and we haven't uh, had a chance to go out and watch this stuff see uh, we did have we did get to go see Detective Pikachu and Aladdin Uh, my boys saw Godzilla without me but they went with their uncle that's cool so I haven't seen that but they did so I've got two lousy movies that I could talk about, and that's it. So, let's see, Pikachu, Pikachu, Detective Pikachu, I'm not familiar with the game, and how much it's similar or different, but I had an okay time with this movie, um, spoilers if you haven't seen it yet, but Pikachu talks. Yeah, shocker. Um, the story itself is a little whack. Um, is that still a cool thing to say, whack? <laughs> um, I don't care. I'm using it. So, even though I enjoyed this movie, um, it was a little boring at times. I think I mainly enjoyed it because... Um, Or really just because you got to see uh, their interpretation of real Pokemon, right? Yeah, Ryan Reynolds is cool in there, but in my opinion, Pokemon shouldn't talk, especially Pikachu. Um, The only one that should talk is Meowth. Um, I think I probably would have rather liked to see a live-action movie with like Ash and Pikachu. Um, but nevertheless, it was pretty fun. Um, sort of, uh, my kids liked it. So, all right, let's get into some Aladdin. Oh boy. So my family had some mixed feelings about it. All of my family, well, my oldest didn't go see it. He didn't want to see it. Good for him. But the rest of my family they all liked it and I didn't so um there's no spoilers here right I mean everybody knows the movie um aside from Will Smith which I'll get into later I have one big problem with the movie I think it was Rich uh from the RLU that said it reminded him of a Broadway play or something like that. So I didn't get that vibe specifically, but something pretty similar. 
So if you have kids, you know, especially younger kids, um, you're familiar with kids shows and kid movies because they watch them freaking nonstop. Um, more specifically, the Disney Channel shows and movies. Now, to me, again, this is my opinion. To me, this felt like a Disney Channel movie. I mean, let's be honest. It looked like people put on some costumes and were just pretending to be these characters. It looked like people were freaking cosplaying Aladdin. I mean, you could really tell they were on, like, big sets that were, like, really over-the-top and cheesy. I mean, it just looked fake. My family says no, but that is what they, uh, that's what they look like to me. The Disney Channel has these movies all the time, you know, like, uh, Descendants, uh, Zombies, if you're not familiar with those, um, just, I'm not saying watch them, but, but, you know, they have these kids and like these dumb costumes and like full makeup, um, singing and dancing on these, you know, silly over the top man-made sets. I was just expecting more. I mean, I think they spent all the money on Will Smith and everything else lacked. I mean, even the CGI was not that great. Kind of looked like some uh, Justice League uh, Superman at times with a genie. But I really think it was a missed opportunity. To me, it wasn't real enough. You know, it just looked... Again, like it looks fake. It just looked like people in costumes all dressed up in makeup and it wasn't real. I think, I mean, Dumbo, Dumbo really sucked, right? But it, to me, it seemed more real, right? I mean, another thing, right? The, the cave didn't move. I was expecting to see, um, you know, the mouth come up from the ground and open up, um, Kind of like that, the cartoon, they could have done that with the CGI, right? Um, I wanted to see Laddin a real street rat, right? I wanted to see him dirty. I wanted to see him, how rough he had it, you know, living in the streets. Not this uh, clean-cut, well-groomed dude you know, with uh, cartoon-like patches on his clothes. Um, everyone was just too clean and pretty. I wanted it more gritty, more rough. Um, even what was supposed to be the locals, right? Um, they're all just too pretty. They're all clean. They needed a rougher looking cast, especially if they were you know, supposed to be peasants. And Princess, Princess Jasmine, she had a white, I mean, she had a white handmaid, right? Get the fuck out of here. We have have to stop doing this, right? Trying to not offend anyone. It just makes the movie look even more fake and more Disney Channel-like. Where everybody's happy. We don't offend nobody. You know. They 
they missed the mark. They, they need to make it more real. <sighs> but, okay, Will Smith. Will Smith, Will Smith. I, I'm disappointed in Will Smith. Um, I think a lot of people agree and that it seems like he wasn't even trying in this movie. And really, to be honest, I enjoy Will Smith. You know, I like almost everything he's in. Um, even Suicide Squad. I like Suicide Squad. But for me, this has to be the most least Will Smith movie there is. If that makes sense. The most least Will Smith movie. Um, I hate to say it, but I kind of wanted him... To Will Smith it up a little more. I mean there was. No emotion. No excitement. It was a flat performance. I wanted to see some hitch come out. When they're at the party scene. And you know he's trying. to can show him how to get the girl. That was a good chance for some hitch in there. Um, I wanted to see him get more jiggy with it. If you will. I just wanted more Will Smith. Um, but whatever. So if your kids like all these Disney Channel movies, they might like this. Uh, in my opinion, it should have just gone straight to the Disney Channel or streaming service. So thumbs down for me, but it is what it is. So, yeah, that's all we've seen. I still got movies on my list. I still need to see John Wick 3, Brightburn. I need to see Godzilla. I don't know if I'll make it to theaters to see them. But, like I said, they're on my list of things to watch. There's just too many things coming out. Again, like I mentioned, I'm in a pickle because this weekend, you know, we got Child's Play and Toy Story coming out. I want to see both, but we're going to be in Dallas. Are we going to be able to get away? We might be able to get away Friday. I don't think she has any dances on Friday. Um, but, you know, what are we going to see? Um, which one Which one would you see if you had the choice? Um, if we get a chance, hopefully we can see one of them. So aside from Dallas this weekend, we got a few other things planned this summer uh, for the kids. And I'll share those things as they happened or when it, when and if they happen. Alright, let's keep rolling. Dork stuff. Okay, so like I mentioned, this was supposed to be uh, my one year anniversary show. But... Oh well, there's always next year. Um, but I did get some comments from you guys. Let's see, we got Dario the 80s baby. He says, what's up Lucky? Huge congrats on the year anniversary, man. You've done a great job doing the show. From episode 1 to where you're now. Shows how much better you're getting with each episode. Keep doing your thing, sir. I love you 3000. LOL. Appreciate it, Dario. Thanks a lot. 
Also got a comment from the Raw Live Unedited page. It's probably Dario too. But uh, he says, congrats on the one year anniversary, Lucky. It's not easy doing a one man show. But you've done a great job so far. Keep up the good work and content. Cheers to you, you three-legged rabbit. Again, I'm sure that's Dario too. And thanks a lot, man. Let's see, we got Strawberry Fields Forever. Congratulations, good sir. Can't believe it's been a year already. I look forward to more shows and your guest appearance and your guest appearances on other shows. Thank you, Strawberry Fields Forever. And we have a family friend, friend of the show. We have a Miss Cynthia saying she just wants a shout out. So, shout out, Cynthia. Thanks for listening. And last but not least, we got Mr. Chris Rizzo from Invincible Comics. Says, love the show, brother. Been listening since the beginning. And like I told you, it's getting better and better each episode. Keep it real and don't change your formula because I think you're on to something. Cheers to your first year and many more to come. Thank you, Chris Rizzo. So like I said, better late than never, but one year down and I'm ready for the next. So thank you everybody that took the time to write a little something and comment. Um, I really, really appreciate it. Okay, moving on. Now, I think everyone does this in some form or fashion. I probably do it too much, or maybe my family just knows me too well, but I like to quote movies all the time. (laughs) Um, People, maybe more so nerds, or maybe it's just a guy thing. Guys do this the most. Um, I think the problem is that we have our go-to quotes and it's hard to move on because you use them all the time, but it is something that shows your age. Like for me, I like to quote Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, pretty much every Adam Sandler movie all the time. Like I said, my family already knows me. They know what I'm going to say before I say it. I think they know because something else has to trigger the quote. Like, if we're watching something or if we're out somewhere and I hear the name Carl, I say, hey, Carl, what's up? You know, from Billy Madison. Um, you know, my kids are discussing, so maybe they start talking about poop. I'll say, it's poop again. You damn kids, you're all gonna die. You know, also from Billy Madison. Um, We start talking about back to school. I'll start singing the back to school song from Billy Madison. I'm pretty, I can pretty much recite Billy Madison word for word. So, (laughs) my current range is mostly mid to late 90s movies. Again, like I said, quoting movies shows your, shows your age. Um... I also um, used to love the movie Swingers. Um, I think my favorite is when Vince Vaughn is trying to convince uh, Favreau that, you know, he's money. And the girls are like little scared bunnies and he's a big bear and he just needs to go after them. But 
Uh, I asked you guys what are some of your favorite quotable movies or favorite quotes from movies. And let's see what you guys said. Alright, on Instagram we got Imagination of Me. He says Anchorman and Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Anchorman is another one, you know. I can watch that movie all day long. It never gets old. Let's see. We got Zach G from Collecting Weekly Podcast. He says, 40-year-old virgin for me. I think all of us can relate to 40-year-old virgin, you know. Got this 40-year-old dude with a bunch of toys. (laughs) Maybe not the virgin part, but that's definitely us. Let's see. We got... Plastic Heroes and Villains on Instagram says 40-year-old virgin. The Princess Bride. Oh, The Princess Bride. Yes. Uh, classic movie. Uh, the Dark Knight. Uh, I don't know about quoting Dark Knight. but uh, And Empire Strikes Back. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Let's see. We got The Darth Dad on Instagram. He says, oh, man. Billy Madison, Half Baked. Man, I was just watching Half Baked the other day. Uh, that was another one of my favorites. Uh, and Pulp Fiction, he says, to name a few. <clears throat> Mr. Vegetable Tube says, Die Hard. Yippee Kaye, Mother Effa. Um. Yes, and Mr. Strawberry Fields Forever says, Mia Khalifa is coming to dinner, part two. Yes, that's a definitely, definitely uh, a quotable movie. Um, Mr. 80s Baby. I'm sorry, Kicking It with 80s Baby, uh, his new handle. Says, a Terminator, I'll be back. Back to the Future, uh, where we're going, we don't need roads. And Lethal Weapon, I'm getting too old for this shit. Definitely some classics. Mervine 48, this is Forrest Gump. Uh, she tastes like cigarettes. <laughs> and But you ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Dan. Let's see, Bobcat 1911. He says, a single quote? Man, there's, there isn't a single quote I quote more than others. There's, there are consistent films that I quote a lot. Starship Troopers. There's, there's one for you. How many people quote Starship Troopers? Um, Aliens, Lethal Weapon, Speed, and The Terminator. Let's see, moving over to Facebook. We got a Mr. Thomas Quimby says, Happy Gilmore. Of course, yes, one of my favorites. We got my cousin D. What's up, Big D? Let's see if I can get this right. He says, uh, My name is Maximus Decimus Meridius, Commander of the Armies of the North, General of the Felix Legions, and loyal servant to the true Emperor Marcus Aurelius. Father to a murdered son, husband to a murdered wife, and I will have my vengeance in this life or the next. Yes, another great movie, Gladiator. Um, supposedly the rumors are still 
trying to put out a part two, but we'll see how that goes. See also on Facebook, we got Ray Ray, who is an amazing, amazing local artist. Um, you gotta look him up, Ray Ray. I'm sure there's a million people called Ray Ray, but uh, try to look him up. Um, he says, "Big Trouble in Little China." Hell yeah, that's one of my favorites. And we got Mr. Chris Rizzo. Says, I quote Marvel movies all the time, but a non-comics movie would be Anchorman or Borat. I'd probably, those would probably be the ones I quote the most. Very nice. Alright, so that was a lot of fun. Let's see. I figured I'd try to end this one with a little what's worth your watch if I uh, steal from the RLU. Um... Or before I start that, um, I am also behind on shows too. I should first say what's on my watch list as far as TV. Um, I have yet to see Black Mirror Season 5. Um, I totally forgot about Fear of the Walking Dead. Um, so I need to catch up on that. Um, Netflix... Always be my maybe. Um, when they see us, um, all those are on my list to watch. Uh, if there's something that I miss or something that you think I need to see, let me know. So, myself and Rich from the RLU, um, we're planning on to do a "What's Worth Your Watch" episode together. Um, to, um, mainly talking about Cobra Kai Season 2. Well, we didn't get around to it. Mostly because I think my work schedule... Um, I don't know if I have mentioned my work schedule. Maybe I have, but... Um, but it sucks. Uh, I rotate from days to nights. Uh, basically 12-hour shifts. 10 to 12-hour shifts. Um... But I rotate from days to nights every two weeks. So my sleep schedule is all jacked up. Which usually has me all jacked up. And also has to do with my ability to record. Sometimes I'm just I'm out of it. But anyways, <clears throat> I think that ship has passed. Um, Cobra Kai has been out for a while. So I don't know if that's going to happen but I'm still going to talk about it here because I think it's worth your watch <clears throat> if you haven't seen season 1 you need to go see season 1 um, Cobra Kai is a great show uh, and if you haven't seen season 2 yet I'll try not to spoil it but the whole season's out there YouTube premium or whatever they call it now uh, do the free trial. Just go binge it all. Don't take that long. So, season two, we pick up right where we left off. Uh, Miguel, Johnny's student, just won the tournament, beating Johnny's own son, Robbie, in the tournament. Um, who Robbie has been training with, with Daniel-san. Johnny's at the Cobra Kai Dojo after the tournament 
on Who Walks In, John Kreese, his old sensei. Kreese uh, wants to says he wants to help Johnny with his students, but Johnny ain't having it. Kreese says he's a changed man and convinces Johnny to give him a chance. Now on the other side, uh, after the tournament, Daniel's now got the itch to start his own dojo and start teaching Miyagi-Do karate. Uh, his daughter Sam uh, also joins in uh, along with Robbie. So now there are two dojos, you know. Uh, quickly a rivalry starts. Each dojo gets new students. Um, new female students. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything about the new students, but uh, when you get the Stingray, Stingray is my spirit animal. That dude's awesome. Um, very quickly, um, you get the sense that this season is trying to focus more on the kids and their dramas. <clears throat> um, whereas the first season, it was mostly about uh, Johnny and Johnny and Daniel's um, rivalry. Again, not to spoil it, but um, tension rises between the two jo- dojos. You know, there's some teenage drama, some girl troubles, uh, jealousy. And at the end, there's a big rumble between the two groups. And uh, another thing that we saw this season is, you know, even though they hate each other, there's a little more bonding between Johnny and Daniel. Uh, they even reminisce about uh, Allie, you know, the girl they fought over. And at the very end, they kind of left the possibility that we could see Elizabeth Shue, or at least her character, uh, in the next season. I really hope they make that happen. Elizabeth Shue, man, she was one of my crushes back in the day. Man, Karate Kid, uh, and Cocktail, whew. Um, uh, let's see uh, we just gotta see if they're able to make that happen so um, yeah there's a big rumble uh, some things happen um, yeah I'm not gonna spoil it some things happen at the end of that season but uh, I'd have to say it's maybe not as good as the first season First season was great, but definitely, definitely worth your watch. I enjoyed it a lot, and I can't wait for season three. So, there's my little short review with minimal spoilers. Okay, so this next show I'm going to talk about, I did not know about this show at all. Um, it was recommended to me by a co-worker, and it's fucking great. <laughs> um, I mean, not really great, uh, but it is fun to watch. So, like I said, I'm a little late to the game on this show. Some of you might have seen it or might not. Um, this show's on Hulu and it's called Future Man. <laughs> um, like I said, it's not a serious show at all, but really, really fun. So, let me read uh, a synopsis. 
it says Josh Futterman, uh, who is played by Josh uh, Hutcherson from uh, the dude from the Hunger Games. Uh, Josh leads a pretty boring life, spending most of his time playing video games when he's not working as a janitor. Uh, things change when he beats a game that the rest of the world has given up on, thinking that it, it is unbeatable. After he beats the game, mysterious visitors from the future appear. They tell Josh he is the only one that can save the world, so they assist him as he travels through time, completing tasks to hopefully save mankind. And that's basically what season one is. Um, there are currently two seasons. I think the second season dropped back in January. So it's been out for a little bit. Um, season two is not as good as the first. Um, but it's still a fun watch uh, to see where these characters go and what shenanigans they get into uh i'm really excited uh for the next season season three because it it should be starring seth rogan this time um who by the way is also the executive producer of this show now i won't talk about it too much i'll let you be the judge of it me personally i really liked it a lot it's a mix of the last starfighter back to the future terminator all jumbled in with a bunch of pop culture references, dick jokes, and adult humor. It is definitely, definitely not for the kids. Um, but, again, like I said, it's not the greatest show. Uh, the acting is a little over the top and corny at times, but I think that's intentional. Um, in my opinion, it is definitely, definitely worth your watch. So, Check it out, Future Man on Hulu. Well, guys, I think that is going to do it for this episode. Again, I just want to shout out and thank everybody who commented and left comments. I really appreciate it. Again, thanks for listening. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and all that jazz. But before we go. Before we go, I got to end it with a dad, this week's dad joke. So, what do you call a woman with one leg? Eileen. Alright, thank you guys very much. And until next time, I'll see you later. You've been listening to the Dork Dad Podcast. Please remember to follow, like, subscribe, and share with your friends. Until next time, keep it dorky. You're right. so you're so money and you don't even know it. That's what I keep trying to tell you. So Could you, you not mess with it. me right now? Maybe we're not. We're not. With you. Don't you want me like a big bear with 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 claws and with fangs, with man? Fucking teeth, yeah, man. With fucking teeth on you. She's just like this little bunny who's just kind of cowering in the corner, shivering. Yeah, man. Just kind of, you, you know, you got these claws and you're staring at these claws, man. And you're thinking to yourself with these claws, you're thinking, and how am I supposed to kill this bunny? And you're how poking am I supposed it, to man. Kill you're this poking bunny? it. Yeah, you're not hurting it. You're just kind of gently batting the bunny around. You know what I mean? And the bunny's scared, Mike. The bunny's scared of you. And you got shivering. these fucking claws, claws and these fangs, man. And you're looking at your claws and you're looking at your fangs. And you're thinking to yourself, I don't know what to do, man. I don't know how to kill the bunny. With this, you don't know how to kill the bunny. Do you know what I mean? You're like a big bear, man. Mike, I'm telling you, you're money. You're so fucking money. Now look it. When you go up to talk to her, man, 
I don't want you to be the guy in the PG-13 movie everyone's really hoping makes it happen. I want you to be like the guy in the rated R movie, you know? The guy you're not sure whether or not you like yet. You're not sure where he's coming from, okay? You're a bad man. You're a bad man. You're a bad man. Bad man.